Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, ladies and gentlemen, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. So Still to come, Matt Brown. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to him. Bought himself some new vans, so he's very happy. Yeah, I spilled coffee on him immediately. That's what I was showing you. Of course you did. You and I have talked about how we just we get we get like a shipment of fans just just annually. Just buy new ones, right? Because you can't keep them clean. I like them; they're kind of cheap, they're whatever. Cheap-ish. Right? Yeah. But like, I got white ones. Of course, they came in yesterday. I spilled <laughs> coffee on them this morning. Day one. Uh, Matt Brown's going to join us. Talk NFL with us as well. Adam Burke on the NFL football, football, football. And we haven't heard from Kelly Bidlin and his thoughts on football, so we'll get to those momentarily. Uh, we get tweets at Beating the Book. Oh, by the way, Paul Carr on global football. Got to get some Premier League right. picks in as well. Uh, Mike Zhang on Twitter. I just finished this week's Megapod. Finally, Gil Pimp Slap Todd for getting out of line on this pod. Oh, did you? I, I usually hear most of it downstairs. I didn't. I must have missed that. I didn't physically do anything. Well, I know. I, obviously. I yeah. know that. <laughs> I know. I'm always screaming at the dude. I was gonna say, like, yeah. I, w- w- I I don't know why the the way that tweet came in, I thought you like kicked him out wow. of the studio or something. I think I've been harsher before. Okay, I don't know if you know this, but he has an interrupting problem. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm aware. So can you let the guest talk? <laughs> uh, John Burgo, DraftKings both uh, moved both of your tennis plays immediately after you released them. LOL, John Burgo. Then I do, man. This is from uh, boom. This is from, let's see, Russell Smith just got Djokovic minus 103 to win the Australian Open. Good on you. Uh, Let's see. This is from Sam Ginsburg. When Dr. Bob said he's a numbers guy, not a word guy, reminded me of the old joke in the Boston supermarket with the woman in the uh, 10 item or less line with 30 items. Guy behind him says, guy behind her says, either you went to Harvard and can't count or MIT and can't read. Thank you, Sam Ginsburg. Everybody's telling jokes now on Twitter. Uh, This is from Dale Bob. Along the lines of the Mike Tomlin never having a losing season matter, which I had never heard before, do you know that Andy Reid has an amazing win-loss record coming off a bye? I just heard that for the first time. That's the other one. That's a great <laughs> that one. That is a good one, yes. That, yeah. one, that one's been going for years. Thank you for bringing that up. Yes. That is a good one. You're yeah, right. We had not That's been that. going for a decade. Angriest guy in New Jersey uh, just does not. Does, does not appreciate Bob's thoroughness. Let me just leave it at that. Yeah, you can leave it at that. Yeah, yeah I got about six other tweets on it, yeah. Ryan Hyatt, quote, All right, Bob, real quick, 20-second answer to this. When Gil asks the impossible of Dr. Bob. 
Al Giannis. Oh, Gilly, good catch. I don't think you want to be the Jared of anything. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, Jason H11. That's my fault. I'm going I'm to say that's my fault because I, I said that during a break yesterday. <laughs> I think it got stuck it's in your seeped, head. It seeped yeah, into my head. <laughs> I stupidly just regurgitated it. Yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's not juice if you win. Whatever happened to primetime action? Show was great, but move state. I moved states. Didn't know you guys didn't do it anymore. Yeah, rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. We're out of 40 for primetime action. Yeah. DRS1. Had to make some lineup shifts. <sighs> Let me just say this. It's a good time. I have never. Can I just have a moment of seriousness? Yeah. I have never had more fun doing a show than me either. we did. We, we, every night we got in there, it was a blast. Yep. Yeah. Even nights when it was when there was nothing going on sports, ah, we, right? like we still we still had a great time. We let each other make bets during the show. It's a phenomenal thing. Oh, the the chemistry of that! Uh, I would challenge any show on the planet of the knowledge of when someone's eyeing a live bet and then has to pick up their cell phone. And because we're in Vegas, it takes a whole like eight minutes to make get a live bet in, and that person's going through app after app after app. the the chemistry that we had when one of us picked up a phone that the other two know knew just to talk to each other. I'll challenge that. It's a beautiful thing. Angriest guy. Where's my pro tip jingle? Have to give me time to grab my pad and pencil. Sorry. (laughs) Pro tip, pro tip, (laughs) pro tip. You're lucky I didn't sing the Bobby Brown earlier. I was going to totally sing that tweet. It's an awesome tweet. All right, Kelly, we haven't heard from you. I know we've heard from me about these games. Oh, by the way, before we get to football, because I know you're a basketball guy, Celtics beat the Warriors last night 121 to 118 in overtime. In a game that yeah. I know you were recording Hardwood Handicappers with JVT while it was going on. Yeah, I did a I did a Hardwood Handicappers, which is out now. Go check it out. Uh, JVT and I recorded last night while that game was going on or while it was wrapping up. I did have a small position pregame on the Celtics, so that's oh. dunk. But I had a live uh, in-game position. Oh, so, of course, the the in the middle of Hardwood Handicappers, you might hear me doing live play-by-play <laughs> of uh, the yeah. some of the remaining minutes of uh, overtime. Well, here's – and I come from a Warriors perspective, so, again, know where I'm coming from. But it's funny that the Celtics, they won this game, and so people are like, oh, there it is, the Warriors, they got to get their act together. And it's funny, to me, I'm like, I still feel like there's this little bit of ownage, even with the loss. Because, oh, I think so, too. Because it's like – the Warriors still, by the way, they were down like seven in overtime at one point. You're like, well, the Celtics are going to win this going away. And then they still managed that, to like that's, almost have a shot at it. That's what I thought I was going to get bailed out of my pregame cover by the go to overtime and still yeah. cover six. Oh, what was man. with that? The Horford foul call. Well, I guess he was in his landing space. I, I guess. I believe Al Horford grazed, grazed, uh, who was it? Uh, Wiggins. With, yeah. the, with the was tip Wiggins of his fourth finger, yes, I believe. Is, so is that what I didn't That's have the audio on because I was recording. So they challenged. So it wasn't a landing work. space. No, he grazed. They didn't touch he, the guy. He grazed him barely, and so they're like, "Call stands." Oh my god, that's gonna make call me more stands. Angry then. By the way, the challenge system in the NBA is ridiculous. Like, if you succeed in a challenge, not this one, but like the Warriors succeeded. Yeah, in a you challenge. texted me about this. Why? Why do you not get another challenge? What's the point of this? Yeah, I'm, it, you made a mistake. I pointed out your mistake, and now I'm done with my challenges. Yeah, I think it's the it's the NBA. Look, they they're trying to the NFL became so popular with the challenges, right? Or the challenge became so popular. The NFL, the NBA wanted to institute that into the game, but they didn't want to have their games turn into three hours with coaches challenging everything with how many calls there are in an an NBA game. So 
it's basically turned into if you win the challenge, you do, you get your timeout back, which is obviously huge in the NBA. But you, but you're right. If you're if you're doing this the right way, so if you keep blowing a call yeah. and I'm calling you out on it, eventually I run out of challenges. What? Yeah, like the system isn't about me and challenges. The system's about how many times you mess up right. and then I have to catch your mistakes. Uh, one other note before we uh, get to Kelly's thoughts on football: Loyola Marymount beat Gonzaga last night at Gonzaga. <laughs> it's not quite. It wasn't quite UCLA winning 88 in a row. Until Elvin Hayes and Houston beat him in 1974. Close, though. But this was 76 at home in the West Coast Conference. Not exactly the same thing. <laughs> uh, but it, but still, 76 in a row is 76 in a row. And Loyola, Loyola Marymount beats Gonzaga 68 to 67, snapping the 76 game home winning streak for the Zags. Man. All right, Kelly. Uh, do you have any different position on any of these games? No, 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 no. I mean, we have talked <laughs> it earlier all. in the week. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I still have some bets I might make. Uh, the only bet I've made to this point is a Chiefs Bengals teaser that I basically made on the opener. So I guess this mm. Chiefs number is now out of that range, but the Bengals number, you know, you got a lot better than what I got. I, t- I saw four and a half and jumped right away. Um, like so I that's said, the one I, I made. On guessing lines, I guessed two and a half on that game. Yeah. No, I hear you, man. I hear you. It's, it's, I think that's the one I'm, even though I'm tied into it, I'm still the, maybe the most nervous of. I, I think we are. I don't think we're – I feel like everybody's kind of making excuses for how the Bengals are going to get it done with – I think the Bills are still a really, really good team. As the only, that's, I like teasing it because I'm not positive the Bengals are going to win this game straight up. I could see the, uh, the Bills winning this game and the points coming into play, so I love the idea of catching over 10 with the Bengals because I, I do think it's at least going to be close um, if they don't win. So I'm on that side. Look, I think the Chiefs – this is a pretty big de- teaser play for me. The Chiefs, I might find even other ways to play this week. I, I think the Jags, I think there's different ways. We brought this up earlier in the week. There's different ways to look at what the Jags have done over the past couple weeks. The way I view it as is this is a good team. Trevor Lawrence has been awesome, but they have escaped two games two weeks in a row. Total escapes. In, in you know, fairly lucky fashion. I think they're about to walk into a buzzsaw in Kansas City with a team that is extremely talented, has the best quarterback in the league, and has had a week off. I think this is going to be – like like Eric Eager said, I think this is going to end up being an extremely boring game yes. to watch because the Chiefs take care of business easily. And as Chernoff said yesterday, Adam Chernoff said on the Megapod yesterday, which again, at the Beating the Book podcast feed, he said, you know, what, what do the Jags do poorly? Well, they don't cover running backs mm-hmm. particularly well. They don't cover tight ends particularly well. That's Jared McKinnon <laughs> right. and Travis Kelsey right. were pretty good last time I checked. <laughs> so, yeah, I, it, yes, there is the spin on the Jaguars of, oh, my God, look how resilient they are week after week coming back. No lead is too big for them. You're right. It's a great story. And Doug Peterson does it, a great job. It's awesome. I don't want to take anything away from him, right? But. But. This he, is a lot more to ask. Yeah. You keep doing that eventually. You like, don't, you don't the do char- that against the, the Chargers chargered and like you beat a Titans team. Yeah. Like cool. Good. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, you do this and then I'll start getting right. really impressed. Right. Yeah. Then I'll be really impressed. I do think, I have a feeling what I'm going to do with the other two, Gil, is just do a smaller, a much smaller play. This is a pretty big teaser play for me. Um, I think what I'm going to do is actually just do a money line parlay with the Eagles and Niners. I do, I like the Niners side. Hmm. I don't like the idea of laying more than three points with them. I, I do I, I do think that the Cowboys could make this close at the end. Um, I do like that side. It might just be a smaller play for me on this. And 
I, I do think. I, I, I do think there are still some questions about Jalen Hurts and his shoulder. This is a divisional game. I don't know. Funky things can happen, I think, when teams know each other better than, than you know, teams that are not in the same division, right? So that's my only only hesitation there. Did you make any of those exact bets we talked about? No, I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't only because, you know, what, like, kind of like we talked about yesterday, right? I think it's the – I think you got to kind of like the Bengals or the Cowboys – that much to really get really get some really good value out of it. Oh, totally. If you don't, then there's no point. And I and I yeah. lo- I love the Bengals, but I think it's asking them a lot to go to Buffalo and then to Kansas City, right, and win those two games and get to a Super Bowl. These are at DraftKings, which we couldn't bet anyway. But twenty five to one on the Niners over the Bengals, the Eagles over the Bengals, all kinds of Bengals combinations and all kinds of Cowboys combinations, as you point out. Two NBA plays uh, tonight. I have not made yet, mm-hmm. Gil, but I will be keeping an eye on Miami and Dallas and Orlando hosting uh, New Orleans, waiting on injury reports for both of those teams. But huge, huge rest advantage for the Orlando Magic in that game. And Miami been playing real hot recently. Might be an all-Florida NBA Friday night for me. I like these games way too much. Matt Brown later on the NFL and Adam Burke as well. Paul Carr with Premier League picks next. Numbers game, Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. Bro. <laughs> A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Split bets. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. So you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not 
That is does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits. Yet another way. Too many to count. But VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Matt Brown to join us talking football later. Adam Burke in studio. Looking forward to it. Football, football, football. But the global football is here as well. Paul Carr to discuss the Premier League. He comes to us from True Media Networks and, of course, the Expected Value podcast currently in Atlanta, Georgia, covering women's soccer. How you doing, Paul? I'm good. It's a beautiful day in Atlanta. It's always fun covering international soccer. Work with the new TV crew. Things are going well. Oh. I don't have to brag or anything, Paul. <laughs> Just kidding. By the way, it's Paul Carr, everybody. Looking great in a different, uh, not in Topeka, Kansas, different uh, setting right there. So let's talk uh, real quick uh, NFL before we get into uh, yeah. to uh, Premier League. What do you like best this weekend? I mean, if I'm picking a side, the first side I'm taking is the Bengals to cover. I mean, I played that at, I got it at six early. Um, just because... That game to me is the closest thing to a toss up. Like you throw, go through all the different options of what could happen. Like if the Bengals win that one relatively handily, is that a shock? Not really. Nope. If the Bills win it relatively handily, that's not a huge shock either. Uh, the others, like, you know, if the Cowboys or Jags or Giants, you know, pull out the upset, I think that's a legit decent sized upset. Uh, the Bengals Bills is just the most even and the most variety in the possible outcomes there. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And every uh, other yeah, human we're being. Doomed. Yes, we're so doomed. It's not even funny. All right. Uh, <laughs> Premier League Arsenal is now your betting favorite to win it all, huh? Wild. First time this season that Man City is not the betting favorite. Uh, I mean, really almost the first time in a couple years. And yeah, studio stumbled. It was it, yesterday. City was down 2-0 to Tottenham at halftime. And the Arsenal line was like minus 150 to win the title. Uh, if you had a market that would update live during games, but city came back to win that. And so now Arsenal's just a little favorite minus 110, minus 120 uh, in that range. They're up five points. They have a game in hand on city. Uh, I'm not rushing to play either team. Now I have an Arsenal plus 250 ticket in hand from a few weeks ago, uh, but these two teams still have to play twice. So this could obviously go either way really fast because they got uh, six point two six point games essentially over the course of the season. So it should be a fun title race. You know what I have access to your season preview picks here. Is okay. this, is this uh, what I found from this? From It's funny because on my computer, I'd like these random windows still up. And I'm like, is this Paul Carr's thing? Um, yeah. So you had City You had City before the year, right? To win it all? I think so, given the prices, picking between the top two. Yeah, minus yeah. 165. Like minus one, yeah, minus one. Yeah. And then you had Liverpool as, a, as another short shot to win it all. <laughs> Liverpool um, at, uh, my Liverpool top four play doesn't look very good right now. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. this is... But the uh, Arsenal one does. The Arsenal one does. So... Yeah. Boy, this is interesting because right now, again, Arsenal with a five-point lead. We are mm-hmm. not quite at the halfway point of the season, but we're one or we're one game yeah. shy of being halfway. Yeah. They have a five-point lead over Man City. Arsenal does forty-seven points to forty-two points. Um, wow, Man U yeah. sort of knocking at the door with Newcastle and Tottenham. Yeah. yeah, Arsenal's been. I mean, before the season, we talked about this last few years. It's it's City and Liverpool are your two favorites, and mm-hmm. then there's you know three, four teams. And the question is always, can one of those teams break into the top two? Um, I'm always I've been skeptical the last few years, just because you need you really need three things to go your way. You need City and Liverpool to underachieve, which both have done so far this year, and your Arsenal or United or Chelsea or whatever team has to improve a lot and or overachieve. 
And Arsenal's improved a lot. They're not really overachieving. I mean, City is slightly better with all your underlying metrics right now, but Arsenal has five points plus a game in hand. So they are justifiably a betting favorite at the halfway point. How'd you do last week? How'd the three-pack go? Ooh, didn't go well last week. Didn't go well. Put up the bagel. Put up the bagel. It was 3-0 the week before, 0-3 last week. Yep. All yeah, right, let's see, if, let's see if we can't go back to the 3-0. You got three. That's Two right. on Saturday. What do you got? Starting Saturday with Liverpool and Chelsea. Again, two teams most expected to be in the top four before the season. And it's looking like neither one will make it. Uh, I think we get goals in this one. Both teams' defenses are not great. They ha- give up two of the four uh, best opponent shots so far this season, meaning their opponents are getting in great positions and putting in good shots, uh, high shot quality. So neither defense is very good. Uh, Liverpool's attack has really been fine. It's their defense that's been the problem. And Chelsea's attack has been okay. Uh, you know, they're kind of a bit of a rotating cast trying to figure out who can help Kai Havertz up top. But their attack's still generating enough chances on the whole. So I think this one's going to be wide open. I like over three and a half goals. Uh, plus 175, so you get a decent price on that. You could go over two and a half, but you're going to have to pay a lot of juice. So I'm going over three and a half at plus 175. I lied. I said two on Saturday. It's actually one on Saturday, one on Sunday, one on Monday. Arsenal yep. is involved in your Sunday play. Yeah, this the big game, again, of uh, this weekend and just about any season is Arsenal-Manchester United. Uh, I like Arsenal win this one. Minus 110 is the price I got. It's probably around minus 115 or so, which I think is still okay. Now, United's the only team to beat Arsenal this season. One of their issues that they're going to have to deal with here is they don't have Casemiro, who's their midfielder. He's kind of their destroyer. He just controls that whole midfield. And Arsenal's going to have, you know, 60-plus percent of the ball. And Manchester United is really going to miss Casemiro. He leads the team in tackles. He leads the team in interceptions. And, again, just patrols that midfield. Uh, Arsenal's playing well. Everything's kind of clicking for them right now. I think they, at home, get the win here at minus 110. You know what your best pick was from from before the season? Uh, Southampton to get relegated. Yes, three to one, and they are dead last. Yeah, the relegation battle is going to be great because there are I think it's six or seven teams within like two points of the basement right now. This could be bloody. Could be bloody. All right, what's Monday? I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Oh, all good. Uh, Monday, Fulham and Tottenham. Uh, The best like single bet if you bet every week this year is probably Fulham games over two and a half goals. They've hit in 16 out of 20 games. And that's what I'm doing here. Over two and a half. I got a minus 125. I played a little bit worse. Uh, again, Fulham is newly promoted. They've been yo-yoing up and down for the last several years, but now they're in sixth place, which is uh, running hot a little bit. But point is they're in a decent spot where they're not can get conservative now and try to scrape out points to stay out of the relegation battle. Uh, they're in good shape. So I think they'll continue to attack. The defense hasn't been great, giving up really good shots to opponents all season. Uh, some of the most expected goals in the league. And their games on the whole, 3.2 expected goals per game. So over two and a half, uh, minus 125. Tottenham obviously has Harry Kane and company. They've got the weapons to put in a goal or two. So I think we get some goals here. Kane, have a, I haven't been following the golden boot. Does he have a shot at all? Um, Erling Holland is on a different planet. Yeah. And so he's at 22, I think, after yesterday at the halfway point. And the single season record is 34. <laughs> so, no. so uh, yeah. Yeah, so the answer to, if you're not Holland, the answer is no, you yeah. have no shot. Uh, that was one of your pre- preseason picks as well on that. So, sat- yeah. so Saturday, it's Liverpool-Chelsea over three and a half goals, and that's with big plus money going with a lot of goals in that game from Pauly. Sunday, Arsenal over Man U, and then Monday, the Fulham-Tottenham over two and a half. Paul, thank you as always. Enjoy Atlanta. I will. Have a good weekend. Paul Carr, moonlighting with Turner Sports over there.
Uh, in addition to the Expected Value podcast, you can follow him on Twitter at Paul Carr, C-A-R-R. And uh, Kelly and just sort of the effort of, again, touching on every little possible note of all of these divisional round playoff games. We've brought this up this week, but I don't know that we've really hammered it home. Is this notion that this Bengals-Bills game is in Buffalo. And it's an awkward conversation to have because obviously DeMar Hamlin literally almost died on a football field. So we were all absolutely sympathetic to that game being stopped. There's no way they should have continued playing it. No one is disputing that. And thank God DeMar Hamlin is going to be okay. Um, Slow road to recovery, but we couldn't have asked for a better outcome to this point. But the Bills have this at home. And... Forgetting the fact that the Bengals were up 7-3 to in driving in the second quarter. Who knows how that game would have turned out. But before that football game began, the Bengals controlled their own destiny. Right. And so, at least in terms of, you know, certainly the home situation of this football game, let's say. And so, while the Bengals made a noise about the situation uh, regarding them vis-a-vis the Ravens in the AFC North specifically... They didn't make as much noise about the sight of this game were it to happen between the Bengals and the Bills. And so this is, I I guess my question is, if the Bengals lose this game, I know it'll linger with their fans and their betting backers. Will it with you as a football fan? No. Quick no. No, I I get all of it. I, I, of course I get from the Bengals' perspective why this is unfair. But we knew it. I mean, when we were sitting here doing the show 18 hours after the DeMar Hamlin uh, incident. None of us cared about it. Less of that, right? None of us cared about that. And we kind of knew when later that week we started hearing these scenarios, you knew one team was going to get host. Okay? And it it was, there's no way it was going to work out perfectly for everybody. And it, it, it stinks. But it's a situation that look. What are you supposed to? What are we? What were they supposed to do? Nobody. I haven't heard a better answer than what the NFL actually came up with. You said it right. there. I think they did a pretty good job. There they, was no way someone wasn't going to get exactly. Started. And I, and it sucks if you're a Bengals backer, yeah. Bengals fan. It sucks. I hear you. Are you more annoyed by this being in Buffalo? We don't know. Bills could have won that game, or by the fact that it's a neutral site next week if it's the Chiefs and the Bills, and that neutral site is Atlanta. They already sold 50,000 tickets for it. Of course they did. Yeah. You know what? Because it's the NFL. NFL. Yeah. No, I don't don't mind that being a neutral site. Expect more of them to come in years to come. Matt Brown, ladies and gentlemen, for the final countdown. His football thoughts. Next, Numbers Game VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive betting reports. VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99 and become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Sweet Lou Finicaro just did a drive-by in the studio and said, Cowboys, and then walked out of here. Love it. He's banned for life. I mean, I don't love that that no. that bet, but uh, uh, but I love Lou. I love Lou. Love Lou. That was uncalled for. And Lou, what the heck are you doing here at eight thirty in the morning at the South Point? I don't know. So I'm so confused by some people at the South Point. <laughs> There's a couple uh, outside playing cards. Just I don't know, like gin rummy or something. Gin rummy. We get <laughs> tweets at me the book Spiderweb. 
Should I buy out of my popper and bet? Oppo from the one guy you would make a, a, a you would take a bet from? Nah, I'm riding with Gilly. Thank you, Brad. Appreciate it. Uh, this is from New York Mess 16. I know you get most of Gil's thoughts every day, but the Megapod this week was phenomenal. Talking, <laughs> talking Tuchus Bush over under on, ta- on uh, Tom Brady mentions of Tuchus and Adam Chernoff quietly dropping one-liners. Awesome as always. Thank you for that review. Tuchus Bush, meaning the running backs pushing the quarterback on the sneaks, mm-hmm. for those who don't know. David Dudley, that Al Horford call was atrocious. Mostly because I had Celtics minus five and a half. This is why the NBA is the ultimate plinko, as you mentioned on the show on Wednesday. Yeah, I feel you, David. But we shouldn't have had a chance to begin with, probably. So, you know. Game time, Jones. Missed the first hour and sounds like most of the tennis talk. Ega plus 160, a good number at this point? Well, yeah. I mean, look, you know how I feel about Ega. He said he's betting against her every every round (laughs) for the rest of the tournament. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever Kelly said, the opposite, as you know. She's going to be the greatest of all time. Uh, Let's see here. One more. One more before we get to Mateo. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, nice call on Lahechka Nori sailing over the posted total. Stuff some Benjis in my pocket. I think he means Benjamins. And then Rick Olia. Yo, Gilly, what do we know about the dude who beat Medvedev? You're talking about Sebastian Corda. Worth a futures bet in any of those majors? Uh, I know he's got two sisters that are pretty good at golf. Yes, they they are. Also, Kelly, since Gil's paying, I'm thinking sushi sounds delicious tonight. Make him pick, though. I heard he knows the place. <laughs> Primetime action dinner where I pay my golf, uh, my season-long one-and-done bet that I lost. I finished third in. And so uh, my dinner partners that I'm paying for are Kelly Bidlin and Matt Brown, ladies and gentlemen, from Primetime Action, who has picked the spot, undisclosed location. How you doing, Mateo? I'm doing well. I am doing well. We are, uh, Kelly and I did some back and forth trying to figure out, you know, where we could get the most damage towards you. And uh, <laughs> we found out that, uh, you know, it seems like cut will be a good one. You oh, know, good, good, nice, no nice longer cut. an undisclosed location. There you go. Yeah, yes. No longer, I guess. Three words, surf and turf. Oh, paparazzi. paparazzi <laughs> is showing the, up there. Double the surf and we're going to double the turf and all the things. Like I'm not that. worried about that. I'm worried about the alcohol. That's what I'm worried I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, yeah. excuse me. Do you do that thing where you drop gold flakes on the top of my steak <laughs> that I can't taste that are oh, just there for decoration? Yeah. No, we'll, like, yes. Sir. We'll settle this on air right now. We man are going to make you pay for the booze. No, no, no. Yeah, no, come on. Yeah, you know, make a person that doesn't drink pay for the booze. Yes. No, no, no. A bet's no. a bet, man. No, 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 no. We gotta get another one going. The tabs when Matt and I drink. Yeah, Yeah, never mind. We gotta (laughs) get another one going. Now that you mentioned it. I, I'm actually, we got to get another one going, Kelly. Like, we got to get a, a, we'll do a cross show one and things and hey, stuff like that hey, and could whatever. You, and could all. you kick a field goal before you start making other bets? Could you do that yeah, first? Yeah. yeah well, oh, well, I got a, I got a mayonnaise bet coming a little later today on our show. So, are you serious? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I am Who so got you tuning mayonnaise? in. You were so no, disgusted no, no. by that. No, I, no, I might not, ha- I might not have to. We're going to do, we're each, uh, Stormy and I are each going to do, kind of like we used to do with the golf drafts. We each have 500 bucks. We're going. You, we have to spend it on the uh, four NFL games this week. Loser on Monday. I either have to eat a couple of packets of mayonnaise from the deli behind you guys out there, oh. or, or oh, uh, oh god, oh god, don't 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 oh, oh god. god, oh god. And Stormy apparently hates anything and everything fish slash seafood. And so since we have that oyster bar right out there as well. She's going to have to down a couple oysters if she loses. Okay. I am and, so uh, yeah. team Stormy on this. I want you to have to eat the mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's going to be good. Divisional round. That's Monday. By the yes. way, Monday on Final Countdown, Matt eats mayonnaise. <laughs> uh, yes. That's our promo. They should do that. They should run that during the commercials. If you missed Final Countdown, here's what you missed. 
Uh, all right, what do you like best? Let's go through these. Let's go through these one by one. Yeah. Um, game one, Jacksonville, Kansas City. What do you have there, if anything? Yeah, so I've got the I've got the Saturday teaser. I think that every everybody has this week, and every and it was human. one of the first. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the first bets I put in my account, and I feel really good about it, man. It, you look, and I think what the Jags have done is certainly. I think this is the team that I'm going, it's going to be my new Vikings, right? Like I was looking for the Vikings this year coming into the season, divisional win totals, et cetera, et cetera. Like any way that I could get exposure to the Vikings. Cause I thought that that division w- was up for grabs. I think I'm going to do the same for the Jags next year. It's like, I've been saying just because it's one of those out of sight, out of mind things where I've been preaching for the last two months. I'm like, you know, if they can just get a number one receiver, like a true number one receiver in there for Trevor Lawrence, then like, this is like, this team can really be it. They traded for Calvin Ridley. I forgot that they traded for Calvin Ridley. And like, like, so they have the guy, like he's going to be coming in next year already. So like, I think this Jags team futures and stuff next year, he's not even coming back from an injury, right? He's coming back from a 17 parlay. So like, we're just, we're, we're going to be <laughs> like, we're, we're going to, we're going to have a good, we're going to have a good foundation there for this offense to be good next year. But I think the luck runs out for, for this team. They've been kind of skating on thin ice as it is. Anyway, they've trailed by four or more points on over half of their plays since week 10, like 51% of their plays, they've been down four more points. So you, you live that dangerously. I think that it's going to be one of those deals where it ends up catching up with you and the chiefs coming off of a buy. I think this is where it finally does catch up with them here. So getting the chiefs under a field goal was, was one of the first things I did. And then kind of just pairing that up with the Eagles as well. Right. I mean, the Eagles down to, to a point and a half. If you kind of look at the comps in the game, we know the Giants were playing the B team in week 18, and then you go back to that week 14 game. And it, now I don't want everybody to think this is going to be just a, an incredible blowout. I think Dayball and company are certainly going to keep this thing kind of froggy. You look at that week 14 game, no Leonard Williams, no Dory Jackson, no Xavier McKinney, all in defense for the Giants. So they're certainly going to be much, much stronger on that side of the ball. But end of the day, they're the most blitz heavy team in the NFL. Wink Martindale certainly did adjust his his strategy last week a little bit, but they're going to blitz. Hertz is going to take off running. Hertz is going to have a big day on the ground. I think he's fine. I think he's healthy. They had the option guys on Tuesday when they put out this initial injury report to list him as as limited just because. And and he was just he was completely removed from the injury report, even that first one that they had to put out on Tuesday. So, um I think he's good to go here. I think that he has a big day against the Giants and I think they keep it closer than than maybe we all think, but under a point and a half is is a good bet. I think we need to play these two Saturday games, particularly like already to yeah. to find out if this parlay hits. Because if yeah. if it does not, boy, the books are going to make out. You know what, Gil? Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for bringing up. Good call. We're going to dinner tonight and not you know Saturday and then tomorrow night oh, or anything. Yeah, let's get true. that out of the way. So we'll all yeah, be in okay. a good mood. We'll all be in a for good mood. Sure. But, Can you imagine us all uh, just sitting around the brutal. table on Saturday night? It's like, <laughs> Uh, well, looking up like we're trying to have fun and tell stories, and instead we're just going, "How in the hell did they not cover the two and a half? You know, like all we're doing is like screaming at the table. How did the Jags win? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, the Calvin Ridley things, you know, in injury reports where they said player A, B, yeah. player B in parentheses groin. If Calvin Ridley's was in parentheses seventeen part. I mean, yeah, if, if, I, if I were him at this point, I'd be yeah. laughing at the fact that he has the most famous legal sports bet in Florida history and might forever because might forever. because he managed to squeeze it in when it happened right. and went by the name. Wait for it, Calvin Ridley. <laughs> All right, and then you uh, like the t- and then you like the two games I like as well. The line yeah. moves that went against us peculiarly. You like the Bengals yeah. and the Niners. 
I mean, listen, it's five and a half rest of country. And right out there behind y'all on Monday, yeah. it was sitting. It was the rogue six in the whole in the whole world. I mean, there were there were still four and a halfs at that point. So I literally did the thing we used to do. I did a. I ran out of the studio. <laughs> I went and made a bet out there behind y'all because I didn't think that this was going to last. I mean, listen, guys. Josh Allen, two interceptions, three fumbles last week. This offensive line allowed pressure on 32 percent of his dropbacks. And he took seven sacks. And this is the Dolphins defense. This is a much better defense that you're getting in Cincinnati here. I think that there is a real concern with Josh Allen being reckless and careless with the ball. And Cincinnati is much more equipped to take advantage of that than even the Miami Dolphins are. I, I think they're live to win this thing outright, to be perfectly honest. like I, I think they're live to win this thing outright. I might even get a sprinkle. And then, yeah, the three and a half here. On the 49ers, uh, look, Cowboys up and down all season long. Now you get this defense that is number one in basically every single statistical category that there is out there. This whole rest situation, y'all know I don't buy into that a ton, but 49ers played on Saturday afternoon and then stayed at home. Then the Cowboys had to fly to Tampa, play on Monday night, and then fly across the country to play on Sunday afternoon. It's brutal. Over in San Francisco. Like, that's, that is that is significant, right? Yeah. I mean, that is a significant difference for these teams and again they continue to use Zeke who by the way guys Zeke's last 40 carries <laughs> 74 <laughs> yards he's got 74 yards on 40 carries and they continue to give him the ball where's Jer Tony Jerry Jones is like I'm gonna make that contract worth it <laughs> whatever I do good luck thank good you luck. Matt we'll see you tonight see Matt Brown everybody final countdown gotta tune in for that as well with the mayonnaise Adam Burke in studio next numbers game visa the sports betting network Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. game. <laughs> A numbers game.
game on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20. MGM Resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM, or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As always, Skill Alexander, a pro tip of the hour. Uh, which we will get to here momentarily, has to do with, well, just ad-lib it. I, was in, ad-lib I it? was in the middle of writing it. Just ad-lib it, and then I'll write you it out. to save it for later? Do you want me to do that? Do no, that. just do it right now. We're already talking about it. Now we're talking back and forth about it. Yeah. So, uh, basically, the whole deal with it is uh, I was looking forward to uh, season win totals coming out, and obviously they're not going to come out for a while, but we kind of already know that Minnesota's fraudulent, the Vikings fraudulence is going to be built in to whatever their season win totals are. There's nobody out there who's like, Oh, I really think that 13 and four record was, was legit. Um, But if you believe that it won't be built into say the giants season win total, again, the NFC East is going to be playing tougher competition in terms of who, what divisions they're scheduled against next year. And if you're like me, someone who believes that, Really, the Giants got the best of it, and even though they will have a step up in talent, how could they not into next year, that it will be too big of a line, too high of a line, maybe eight and a half, maybe nine and a half. Think about uh, already exploiting stuff like that when they do come out, and under for me is what I'm looking at. Uh, Think about all those things when you're betting. Season win totals, of course, one of our favorite markets. And alt-season win totals more than anything. My goodness, we can't stress that enough. I I think the in-season win totals, too. And the in-season win totals, I think they've become one of my favorite markets to bet in all of sports. For years on the podcast and here on A Numbers Game, I talked about this off-the-grid stock market thing that I did. And it was legitimately run by people who used to work at Lehman Brothers. And we would do buy and sells on football teams. And now it's all out in the open. Mm-hmm. Adjusted season win totals. So it's like it's a whole new world. And yes, Kelly's right. Absolutely great. Pro tip of the hour. Uh, one every hour at VEASAN.com. That's at least 20 a day. Searchable at VEASAN.com for pro subscribers only. However, uh, it's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Adam Burke, kind enough to join us in studio, uh, which he tends to do on Fridays right before we leave here because he does a little Ohio thing here after the show with uh, Jeff Parlay, I believe. How you doing, man? I'm good. Do you have the the denim jacket to go with the shirt? Do you have the Canadian tuxedo going <laughs> I on? I do not there? have the Canadian tuxedo. That's unfortunate. By the way, speaking of whole new worlds, you talk about win totals, Major League Baseball, they go from 76 games against division opponents to 52 this year, play a lot more interleague games. So as you start digging into that market, good call, which is something that I'll be digging into here soon, um, you know, keep that in mind for Major League Baseball. Big schedule changes for this year. Can you, you repeat that again? Yeah, That's a dramatic that. change. Yeah, so this year the schedule, 52 divisional games. It was 76 previously, so you used to play 19 against every team in your division. Which, now you play 13. Which is too many. 19 was too it, many. It's a lot. Yeah. But you think you think about the divisions that this will really hurt. The AL Central and the NL Central, which both aren't very good. Yeah. And now you know teams like the Guardians and the White Sox and the Brewers and the Cardinals can't beat up on those lesser teams in their divisions. Good call. Now you play more interleague games. You go from 20 interleague games to 46 now. 
So a lot more playing teams that you're less familiar with and all that. So that's something that we're really going to have to dig into here. I know you and I are both big baseball guys. It'll so rotate division versus division uh, year by year, you I would play, imagine. You play everybody in the league. Oh, everybody. You on play the everybody other. in the league. You play a home-and-home home series against your geographic interleague rival, four games each series. So eight would be like eight Yankees, Mets, you know, eight but uh, but Dodgers, e- Angels. Stuff but like every that. club will play every other team in the you opposite play, league? Yep, you play every team this year. Let me ask you this. What was the thinking behind this? What did they think they were accomplishing with this? Well, I think you know, I think part of it is from a playoff seeding standpoint or from a wild card standpoint, you know, if you're in a bad division, it's kind of easier for you to beat up on it, right? Yeah. You know, if you're in a really good division like say the American League East, something like that, you're playing 76 games against teams in your own division, you know, I mean there's no easy game in the AL East right now. You no. know, so at least right. now it's a little bit more balanced where you do play some more of these interleague games and things mm. like that. Interesting. Well, I have the answer to this, this question, too, Mr. Alexander. Yes, Mr. Mm-hmm. Mr. Alexander, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because you play a bajillion games in a season. Yeah. You're telling me you can't play every team in the league? That's just dumb if you don't. <laughs> well, you know what? It will lead to. Thank you, Kelly. Especially being out here in Vegas. It'll lead to more people complaining about all the blackouts for MLB.tv. Because oh, can't you'll, wait for that. You'll be able to see like a lot of those games all that kind of thing. Six teams were home here in Las Vegas. We're blacked out from six teams in Major League Baseball. I remember the day I tried to watch a Guardians A's game. Oh, good luck. And I looked at yeah. like Google Maps and I'm like, Oakland is how far away? And I can't watch this game. There's so many examples like Rich Hills throwing a no hitter in the ninth or the tenth against the Pirates. Oh, we can't watch that. That's our home I, team. I get surprised, uh, you know, about once a week when I'm like, ooh, the Kings are playing. Let me turn this you, game on. Um, oh, blacked out. To, but the Warriors are on. How did you go to Rich Hill? Like that guy throws five innings I re- to start. No, because I remember he was throwing a no hitter into the ninth in a oh, game, right. and I was like, "How is this not on TV?" I remember that specifically. Yeah. Uh, Adam Burke, ladies and gentlemen, one of the, uh, if not the glue. What do we say? He's the glue, and and no, Wes Reynolds is the glue, and Adam is the flex. Yeah, he's the flex field. that holds this whole operation yep. together. Still here waiting on that nil. Uh, <laughs> me too. Still waiting on that nil. Football. Your thoughts. What do you like best this weekend? Uh, I think. Please my... say something different than all of us. I'll try. We're all on the same games. Well, or the same sides. I, I do like the say. Bengals plus five and a half if oh, that's the one that a lot of people yeah. are on. But my favorite play this week is actually Jags Chiefs under 53. Oh, that's there different. we go. There's you know, look, I mean, last week you had the 31 30 game, right? So it was a little bit of a high scoring affair there between the Jaguars and the Chargers. But Trevor Lawrence threw four picks. The Chargers had two touchdown drives in the first half under 20 yards. They had a field goal drive of one yard. So those were 17 really easy points for them to get. And the Jags, as you start playing catch-up in the second half, you're playing you know, a skeleton defense, trying to keep everything in front of them, which obviously the Chargers failed to do. Then you look at the first game between Kansas City and Jacksonville, 27-17. Kansas City had almost 500 yards of offense in that game, only scored 27 points, had three turnovers themselves. Jacksonville couldn't move the ball. And also, when you've got Andy Reid and Doug Peterson, two guys that know each other very intimately inside and out in terms of their offensive philosophies, I think that should tighten up the game a little bit. So under 53 for me and Jags Chiefs. Okay. I like that thinking. Um, Eager liked that one too, right? Eric Eager liked that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I saw John Goulet with a fist pump when I said under 53, so maybe he's on that one too. Maybe Goulet is uh, financially invested in said. I I hear his big thing is just betting unders on the Jags every week. That's his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's been doing it for years. (laughs) Um, All right, and so you like the Bengals. You like the under in the Chiefs-Jags game. Yeah, I I just, I mean, for the Bengals, I mean, I understand the offensive line concerns, right? I mean, those are very much priced into this line. But if anybody in the NFL has been good behind a bad offensive line. It's him. It's Joe Burrow. Yeah. So I don't know if they win the game, but getting five and a half, I think, is, is just a little bit too big. 
The only other thing I really had is, I think from a prop betting standpoint in Giants and Eagles, when you look at the Giants and the game that they played last week, phenomenal on offense, no doubt about that. On defense, there was one guy they had no answer for. It was TJ Hawkinson. I think Dallas Gettard is a guy that has a really big game for the Eagles here this week. Receptions prop is four and a half, receiving yards 48 and a half. I think he goes over both of those, to be honest with you. I just feel like that's the one loophole, I think, in the Giants' defense. They can't stop tight ends. They have a lot of issues with that. And I don't think they stopped the tight end here in this week's game. The TJ Hawkinson thing is one of these, like, sub, you know, like, you know, stories within the NFL season that we touched upon, but maybe not enough, where the Lions trade him to a division, excuse me, the Vikings uh, trade him, oh, pardon me, other way around. The Lions trade him to the to their division rival, the Vikings. The Lions still are really, really good on offense, but yet they traded him to a division rival, right? Who, you know, it's just a, it's a fascinating thing with this with with Hawkinson this year. It is, and I mean, you look at Ben Johnson and kind of the the impression of him around the league, and you think, okay, if this guy didn't think the offense needed Hawkinson, like. As crazy as it sounds, I have to give him the benefit of the doubt because of what the Lions did in the second half of the year. I wish they would have made the playoffs. But now that he's back, I mean, I don't know what their NFC North price looks like going into next season, but I mean, they, there's they no easily, team in a better situation than them. Easily a top 10 team by the end of the year. Yeah. Some people had them sixth. Right. Well, and that's the thing with the Jaguars too, yeah. right? I mean, I, I'm kind of leaning towards the Jags covering the spread because when you look at some of their advanced metrics throughout the year, they were a borderline top 10 team. They just weren't winning games. And then late in the year, Trevor Lawrence really took great care of the football. They got a lot better at that. So I'm kind of starting to talk myself into taking them, you know, getting the the big number there in that game. Kelly, should we review all our bets? Um, Let's do it. Why don't we do that real quick again? Tennis today. I'm on Alexei Popperin. I am on Magdalenette. Kelly has a couple of basketball bets. What were those, Kelly, real quick again? Haven't bet them yet, but looking at Magic and Heat waiting for injury reports there. Okay, and then here are, here are our football bets. I am I bet the Niners. I bought it down to three. I bet the uh, Bengals plus the five and a half, and I bet the Chiefs minus eight, and I also have the teaser that every other human being on earth has, the Chiefs and the Eagles. Kelly? Now, only one teaser for me so far. It is the Chiefs and the Bengals pretty big. I made on the opener. But I might mess around to do something with the Eagles and the Niners before uh, it's all said and done. Good luck, everybody, with all your bets this weekend. Again, the Megapod on the Beating the Book podcast. We deep dive on all of it with Adam Chernoff as well. Adam Burke, thank you, sir. Good to be here. As always. Good luck with all your bets this weekend. Enjoy the football weekend. I'll be on with Brett tomorrow. Brett Musburger. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.